Hello and welcome to Thwack Jack. This is the Super Thwack Podcast, episode 34. Um, today we have kind of a special subject we're going to cover, and that is video game movies and TV. Yeah, we're going to be basically talking about whether or not uh, video games will be better off as movies in theaters, or movies on streaming services, or just series. Because of, uh, I think The Witcher has had a lot of success that way. So. Yes, and they're actually still in the process of filming the second season, and I know that they had to stop filming there for a minute because uh, Henry Cavill got injured, but uh, I think they're getting ready to start back up with that. Um, but the success off of that show alone speaks volumes to what we're going to talk about today. So Yeah. Um, we're going to actually start this off a little bit different, though. We're going to start off with kind of our own list of where we stand with uh, video game movies. So yeah. we'll start off with our favorites. Uh, Damien, what would your favorite uh, video game movie of all time be? It's not like there's a lot to choose from. Not a lot of good ones, uh, at least. Yeah, not a lot of good <laughs> ones, but if I had to choose one, it'd probably be either the first Resident Evil or the second one, Resident Evil Apocalypse. I respect that. It, they definitely declined in quality down the yeah. road. Um, I did like the little head nods they get when you got Wentworth Miller as uh, Chris Redfield. Yeah. Uh, was that like the fifth or sixth one? Yeah. And I'd say Extinction, the third one, the one where in the, in the desert and shit, that's like the last decent one. Yeah. Did you watch, what is the, the last one, the last chapter? The final, chapter. final chapter. No, I didn't. <laughs> it, was, eh, it was all right. I mean, the afterlife was mm, as well. Is that the one with the uh, Wesker? I think so. Where's 3D and like he can, like throws his sunglasses and it's supposed to be like a 3D thing. So I, I so I think between I think it was Afterlife and then um, Life After and then the final chapter <laughs> and they set up this really cool like possibility for a movie at the end of Afterlife and then they completely skip it. Yeah. With the final chapter and it pissed me off. Yeah. I was like I would actually go and watch that movie and then they didn't do. It. <laughs> um. I really wish they would have gone a different direction after the third one instead of... Yeah, or just ended it there. Yeah, that would have been fine. <laughs> there was no reason to keep going. Um, it's my- just like with everything else, every other franchise, they never, they can never just stop. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> John Wick is now going four and five. But they haven't had a bad movie yet. That's true, but I, I, I just want them to stop before I, they do that. I, that's why I said yet. Yeah. <laughs> um... Mm. Well, and this ne- what I'm about to say kind of proves that the formula doesn't always work just because it made money the first time and it went well doesn't mean the second time or the third time it's going to mm-hmm. with the original Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I'll be honest, as a kid, I loved Annihilation. Looking back on it now... <sighs> I watched that thing a lot. I had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the ones that I almost broke the VHS, like had it spooling yeah. out. <laughs> um. I love the cast for the first one. Uh, it really sucked that in the second one they couldn't get like Sonya Cage or Sonya Sonya Blade wasn't the same. Uh, Johnny Cage died in the first minute, yeah. and then they recast uh, Raiden, which I was fine with that because the, the guy they got for Raiden, he's been in a lot of other oh, movies yeah. too. But I don't, I don't know his name, but he was good as Raiden. Uh, he was the dad from uh, Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really like his acting. And also the actress who played Sonya in the first one, she's in uh, Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I, her name. I had but... the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like, Billy Madison, like, 
when he's uh, answering the questions oh, to try yeah. to get her to take her clothes yeah. off. And then they go back to it later and it's fucking Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I absolutely loved that first Mortal Kombat movie and they it was definitely diminishing returns with the second one. Like, I will say the Raiden thing was an upgrade for sure. Yeah. Um, but everything else just like horrible budget. I was happy with like the Cyrax uh and jack's fight yeah that was pretty cool <laughs> other than that i mean like that fucking awful cgi fight at the end that well the, the sub-zero fight towards the middle with Liu kang that was mm. pretty cool I, I liked it and was it, that sub-zero or was yeah that smoke it was it was sub-zero's sub yeah. brother yeah uh, so it, it was the second sub-zero yeah that's um right. i can't remember his name but uh because the original at least in the video games the video games did take a lot from those movies and continue with it yeah because at no point in the games up to then was Sub-Zero, uh, the original Sub-Zero, dead. Mm -hmm. um, but the sec they kept that storyline going forward, and then the original Sub-Zero became Noob Cybot. Yeah. So I, I think that was kind of cool that the games kind of kept going with that, mm -hmm. um, even if <laughs> it wasn't the best uh, choice. Um, quick little trivia, though. Do you know how uh, Noob Cybot got his name? It was... Isn't it something backwards or some shit? It's the two creators. It's yeah, their names. Yeah, backwards. Ed Boon and I can't remember the other dude's name, but I know it's Tobias is his yeah. last name. Um, I just it's little stuff like that is cool, and like yeah. the Ermac character being like it's Ermac. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the way that they get a lot of that stuff in Mortal Kombat always kind of fascinated me. What's your favorite Mortal Kombat game? Deadly Alliance. That's fair. I love that one. Mine is uh, Armageddon. Okay. I was honestly kind of expecting you to say Shaolin Monks. Why? Just because that's, like, one of most people's favorites. Yeah, that is. It, it, I really do wish they would make a sequel to that mm. one. Yeah, I like Armageddon because it has a shit ton of characters. It has a conquest mode mm -hmm. in there, too, and it has the racing oh, mode yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I do wish they would bring back uh, that 3D fighting style. Yeah. For Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. I missed that. Um, I was playing, what was it? Soul Calibur 6 the other day, because they have it free on Game Pass. And it really made me miss that, uh, like, play style. Especially because right around the time of Deadly Alliance, you could, like, stab someone with a sword, and it would stay in them the whole fight, and they'd yeah. just bleed out. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, but going from there, least favorite. Least favorite co uh, video game movie... Mine's easy, because I have a personal vendetta. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, shit. I've never seen Doom all the way through, so I can't really say that. <laughs> I will say it's not as bad as people say, because it follows Doom 3 more than anything else. Okay. Okay, there's House of the Dead. And any of the fucking movies that you bowl directed. I was going to say, Uwe Boll yeah, is just... Uwe Boll. He's an easy target. Brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, but House I'll be of the honest, I actually bad. liked the first Blood Rain. Did you really? The second one was... The second and third one were both awful. <clears throat> the fact that they made a second and third one blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> the third one was like Nazi zombie or Nazi vampires. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Uwe Boll is just bad. I think the only exception he really has video game movie-wise that people would maybe stand by is uh, Street Fighter. He did that? With uh, Van Damme and 
Oh, that the one from '94. I'm like 95 percent sure don't that was him. I think he did that. Let me check really quick. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, it was you said it was '94. Yeah. Let me see really quick. Sorry, this is a brief interruption in our programming. Uh, da da da. It is. Okay, I was wrong. It's Stephen E. D'Souza. Yeah, okay, I was going to say. But, but it's very much in that vein of his style. Yeah. And did, did he direct Alone in the Dark? I believe with, he uh, did. With Christian Slater? How do you spell his fucking name, though? You, I thought it was you a bull. I could be wrong, though. Uh, bull. Bull. Bad director. Uh, so what movie Just type was in it? video game bad director, I guarantee you'll come up. <laughs> uh, what was the... One you were asking about, though? Alone in the Dark with Christian, oh. Christian Slater. I'm almost positive he did that, too. I wouldn't doubt it. So, Christian Tara Reed. Wow. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, we will. Yeah, that explains it. Jeez. That, like, just, I honestly thought he was black. He's white. He's super white. You didn't know he was white? No. <laughs> I thought it was, like, in, like like, the name sounds African, so, like, I thought it was just, like, straight... Um, You'd be wrong. I'd, I'd be very wrong. <laughs> um, so he directed, let, let's just go over some of his bad uh, video game movies. You, you have your House of the Dead. Yeah. Alone in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Blood Rain. Um, Postal? Is that based off of the video game Postal? Probably, because that's all he does, I think, is do video game movies. And then he did Blood Rain 2. Uh, he did a Far Cry movie? Oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I had. To, I think it was the dude from Inglorious Bastards that plays the main guy. I think. Oh wow! It's a uh, Till Schweiger. Yeah, I think so. And then Blood Rain Three. <laughs> uh, nice. Maybe that's it. But he just seems so much more like prolific when it comes to bad movies just because like it's attached to his name yeah um but yeah i I don't know uh i can definitely respect your choice (laughs) um my least favorite is assassin's creed that's fair and i've never seen it it did a lot like this is what happens when you bring in people to make movies like i love michael fassbender but this is what you have well this is what happens when you bring in people who aren't passionate about what they're writing about and acting in yeah um he made it seem like he was very interested in interviews but he never played the games he just did research quote unquote um how do you research just watch some youtube videos on it or some shit? and read like ubisoft's like summary of everything um don't get me wrong, they use the animus and all that. Yeah. But they have, like, this new animus that was just fucking stupid. And didn't she say they, like, referenced it in the, one of the games afterwards? Too? Oh, yeah, they, like, washed their hands of it hard. <laughs> it was Assassin's Creed Origins, and they, like, mention... It, it's You have to, like, look for it, but it's, like, this little Easter egg through uh, the modern-day hero uh, Layla's, uh, like, emails and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about this new 
animus that went really wrong that was just a bad decision. <laughs> and, like, it, it, it definitely shot some... Uh, they, they shot their shot against the movie, for sure. Um, I do wish we would get a good one. I, I've chosen not to go that direction and use that as my pick. Mm. But it really really made me mad walking out of that theater i was like dude there's so much more you can do with this yeah like to me when i when they first announced the movie i thought it was going to be like a one of those like three hour like epic movies i would have been happier with that because they wasted a great cast yeah fucking you have michael fassbender you have that one chick's name i can never remember from the dark knight rises jeremy irons jeremy irons um john travolta oh you have the uh Omar from The Wire. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I forget his name, too. Uh, uh, Dane Cook. <laughs> but, like, they explored some cool stuff, but, like, they just never went full hog with any of it. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other video game movies go too much full hog. Yeah. Um, Uwe Boll. <laughs> but, like, there was so much more that they could have done with it that they just, like, left on the ground and and they never went too far in with anything. And this will be one of my biggest points going forward later. If just video games are 70 to 100 hour typically games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you going to condense that into a two and a half hour movie? Yeah. Which uh, is why I think a series would be better yeah, for stuff like that. I definitely do. Yeah. Um, before we do touch on that, though, what is your, what is a video game movie you would like to see made? Gears of War. Ooh. Yeah. Batista? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh. He's been the pick for that ever since the fucking game came out, I think. Dave Batista, everyone, he's always looked like him, at least. Okay. I can respect that. If I had my option, I would go with a Watch Dogs slash Assassin's Creed crossover. What? Because they're tied together in... Are they really? Yep. Because they're both made by Ubisoft, and they're in, um, I think in the modern day, uh, Assassin's Creed, is it, I think, Black Flag, right around the same time that Watch Dogs came out, uh, they reference a mission that you do in... No, it wasn't Black Flag, it was Rogue. They reference a mission in Watch Dogs where you kill the president of Abstergo. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like just little back and forth stuff. So like something like that would be cool, but they need to set up like an actual universe to do something like that. Yeah. Um, it Ubi also, universe. Yes. Which Ubiverse. I, I don't know why they haven't. They're one yeah. of the most greedy, like <laughs> I love Assassin's Creed, but that is one of the most greedy video game companies ever. Other than EA sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, EA, uh, EA is just like blatantly evil though. Yeah, I guess just not EA Sports, be EA just in general. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they have very few games that have good uh, standing with their fans anymore. Yeah. Because they ruined Mass Effect. They This year was really bad with FIFA. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year wasn't great with Madden. Any like, there's no year good for Madden anymore. Like, yeah, they just—it's a reskin. It's every just year. a reskin every year, and people keep buying them like me. Yeah, so it doesn't <laughs> fucking help. Um, and then I mean NBA or 2K games are the same way. 2K NBA though, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, but they are a blatant reskin every year too, for the most part. But people are diehards over both Madden and 2K games. Um, 
the only thing I really would say that people really still have good standing with with EA is Sims that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, other than that, it just doesn't seem like they can... The loot boxes are the big thing. Mm. It really hurts their uh, business. But going forward, I think we've both already kind of stated our claim to series would be better for video games. Yeah. Uh, adaptations. And I already kind of expressed my biggest reason for that. Just it's too much to condense into such a small thing. Like I literally spent, and I know I've gone over this a million times, but like 200 hours on The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. And to every little side thing was interesting to me. Like everything had really deep like possibilities to go into it. To condense that down to even a three or four hour movie would be extremely difficult because you're going to have to cut stuff. Yeah. And you miss so much. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the 36 minute episodes we get in The Mandalorian to build up to a full season than one two and a half hour movie. Because yeah. I don't think they could have even done The Mandalorian justice in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of picking and choosing the importance level of everything you put in and I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm just kind of beating a dead horse, but like you just, you need more time for stuff like that. Yeah. You have more, uh, freedom in a series. I think to, to do that, like a God of War series would be cool <sighs> too. That'd be pretty sweet. Who would you go with for God of, uh, for Kratos? I don't know. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, he has the voice. I'm not going to lie, but other than that, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, honestly. I wouldn't want to see him in that role, like, no. at all. The dude, um, I don't know his name, but he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in Captain Marvel. He's the wizard in Shazam. Oh! That guy. Uh, I don't know his name. I have three people in my head. It's Jimon Hansu. Yeah, that guy. That'd it's, be... it's spelled like Digimon. <laughs> yeah. He'd be kind of cool. Yeah. No, um, I, I can see if, that. I don't know if you want to go for, like, a younger guy, though, but... I guess you don't have to be you don't have to be too young. But. It depends on if you're going for Greek mythology or if you're going for the Norse. Greek. So if you start that and then build up to the Norse, then I would say you'd have to go younger. Yeah. Uh, mid to late twenties. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck no. Um. <laughs> not this time. So here's my only problem with series, though, because I'm not going to sit here and just be like, it has to be this way. Yeah. With series, you always get filler episodes. Mm-hmm. And some shows do it right, and some shows go horribly wrong. A lot of that, I think, is based on the amount of episodes you have in a season. Yeah. Because, like, uh, I-, I love the Arrow show, especially the first two seasons. Um and they didn't feel like there was too much filler in those first two seasons, but in every season after that, any episode that was a filler just felt blatantly misguiding and, like, it would take you off the tracks. Okay. Um, I think eight to ten episodes is kind of the sweet spot for a series. I'd say ten. Ten? Yeah. Well, and I only say eight to ten because that's what The Mandalorian has gone mm-hmm. with. And I think that's also what uh, The Witcher went with. But... Even Cobra Kai is 10 episodes. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, But it's just... If you give yourself too much room, it 
just becomes an arduous task that you have to figure out how to fill extra time into. How long were the episodes for Game of Thrones and how many episodes do they have? I believe it was eight episodes an episode and I believe there were 45 minutes to an hour. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Because it's no commercials. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's about, uh, I think with bumpers and everything, I think it's like 52-ish minutes. Mm, Okay. Um, Like that, that would be fine. You get condensed seasons that are pretty much to the point. You don't have too much filler, and you're able to build up for the next season. Yeah. Um, smartly and quickly. Whereas, there's this thing that happens if you have too many episodes where they're like, oh, plot twist, oh, plot twist, oh, plot twist. Yeah. And it just becomes redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with movies... Like we've already said, you have to take too much out. Um, I'm not. I also wanted to kind of see with you if you could pick any video game to be turned into a series. What would it be? Any video game? Because you've already said mine. It would be God of War because my Assassin's Creed is already getting turned into a uh, series. Yeah, God of War is a really good choice. Uh, Jesus. I think a series based on the original um, series of Devil May Cry would be kind of cool. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You don't want DMC Devil May no. Cry? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, could, I could definitely see that working, especially because the relationship between uh, Dante and Virgil is really compelling. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely like that. Page. Or a Metal Gear Solid. Ooh. With Oscar Isaac. Only... There's only one way to do that, and you have to have Kojima be a consultant. Otherwise, yeah. there's no fucking way. Yeah, With Konami's I, relationship, mm-hmm. there's no way that would happen right now. Well, there's... Um, I think I told you a few episodes ago, um, there was a director who was wanting to make a Metal Gear Solid movie, and he was actually a fan, and he knew like fucking everything <sighs> about it. I forget his name, though. I'll have to look it up. But he wanted to... That would be badass. Like, I, I wish there was more fans that were passionate and that would kind of shoot their shot to get that. There, There's not enough of that in this world. We're like, everybody who makes a Star Wars movie, for the most part, is like a super fan. Oh, we're, we're dumb. There is going to be a Metal Gear Solid movie with Oscar Isaac. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Never gonna I'm an idiot. <laughs> and it's this guy. His name is uh, Jordan Fong Roberts is the director. <laughs> And the story is by Hideo Kojima. Oh. And and yeah, that's the director I told you that really likes it. But the, the bad thing is... Konami Avi, is actually letting Kojima do something? Yeah, and then the uh, producer is Avi Arad, so that's not really good. Ooh, that's uh, the Spider-Man guy, huh? Yep. Fuck. But other than that, it sounds like a good thing, so... So, yeah, there is going to be a movie. <laughs> I, you know, I can, I, can, I can deal with it. I'll wait for that, and I'll, I'll judge it off yeah. of that, because Oscar Isaac... Has only done one thing that I haven't really liked. Yeah. I can see him as Batman, too. I can see that. I could honestly see him more as, like, a future Batman, like a Tim Drake. Okay. Either that or, like, a Damian Wayne. Just because he looks like he could be a good mix of, like, a Bruce and Natalia. Oh. See? There you go. (laughs) I, 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 uh... I, I definitely could see him in almost anything, though, so... Yeah. Oscar Isaac has... He's got range, too. He really does. Um... Like I said, there's only Apocalypse that I wasn't a fan of. Oh, I didn't mind it too much. He looked like Ivan Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no. So are, are, are there any problems you see other than what we've already stated with the series? And do you think it's better for streaming or better for network television? Streaming. There's no fucking way. Streaming is like the way to go. Especially because you have to cut a lot out of network television. Yeah. Because of rater, uh, ratings and sensors. And they're all pretty heavy hitters. Other than Apple TV is kind of like ascending, but uh, Netflix, Amazon, and uh, HBO Max are like the three top dogs. Yes. Uh, I will say that faith-wise in something... So, like, I love Netflix. Yeah. And they do very good with most of their series. But, like, they're very afraid to piss off censors, it seems like. Whereas Amazon Prime, they're like fuck it, the boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. <laughs> oh god, dude, the boys makes me look at uh, streamers differently. Just because I've never heard the word cunt so much. In my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, it definitely. I feel like that would be the perfect platform, or at least the perfect style to do most video game movies in, or okay. video game series in. I can see that. Uh, just because, like. Especially like something like Gears of War, because Gears of War I could see on Amazon. It's ultra violent. It's bloody. It's it needs to not be held back by censors. Yeah, Assassin's Creed I can see you on it to Netflix. Yeah, I, I can definitely see them putting a cleaner spin on it. But even yeah. then, I don't want it to be. Uh, I don't want them to neuter it and sanitize it. Yeah, it needs to still have room to breathe and be. It needs to be Assassin's Creed. It can't can't be this dumb thing that they try to commercialize for everyone because let's be honest assassin's creed is one of the best-selling video game franchises but it has a very convoluted story that the average person mm, i don't think they like the modern day story or the fact of the animus stuff it's one thing i personally find very interesting but i know like fan consensus is it's kind of arduous and mm. Mm, not really needed. Okay. A lot of people would just rather be able to jump into the shoes of a dude in the past and play the game out. An ass assin, yeah. Yeah, an ass assin. Yeah. I, I saw someone call this one Axe Axin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just, it's... I, I, I think if they're making it, they need to make it in mind of the fans that are actually hardcore right. fans. And don't take everything out of it that most people would probably want out of it. it. It needs to be made for the fans, kind of by the fans type of thing, because otherwise you're just, you're going to lose more faith in people. Right. Or you're going to have more people lose faith in you, I should say. Um. Oh, I was about to sneeze, but it didn't come out. <laughs> One more series that I just thought of too. I looked it up and it's from what I saw, it's not happening yet. Um, a Fallout Ooh. series. I'm, I'm kind of curious how that would work. I'm only okay with it if Ron Perlman does the intro for every season, though. Be tight. <laughs> um, that I can see going on to, like, an HBO Max. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of curious how they would do that storyline. Yeah. And which game they would kind of try to follow more. Three. Mm, I don't think three would be bad, but I personally like New well, Vegas. New Vegas is my yeah. shit. That's what I was gonna say. As long as we don't have Matt, Le, uh, not Matt LeBlanc, uh, the other guy, the from, one from Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Matt. No, it's not Matt LeBlanc. It's Matt LeFlanc. It's. Are they both named Matt? I don't know. Let me look it up. 
friends. It's fucking not Joey, but uh, Chandler, Matthew Perry. Math. It is Matt. I yeah. didn't realize they were both Matts. Yeah. Please don't use him. I mean, I think he'd be better in a live action role than a voiceover role because he didn't really have a whole lot of. I yeah. Don't, I don't know. It just felt weird. Um, but I definitely. That would be my pick if you had to follow any game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout 3 is fantastic, but I would want Liam Neeson <laughs> for the father again. <laughs> have you seen the trailer for his new movie? No. Uh, it's about him protecting like this immigrant kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's trying to prove that he's not racist. Now. <laughs> now that he's not talking about going to a bar and killing black people. <laughs> yeah. Now he's protecting Mexican kids. <laughs> Uh, the Marksman. Oh my god. Yeah. Is he gonna pick a fucking different kind of movie? Like, ever since Star Wars was, like, the last, like, okay, I'm not... Star Wars was the last movie of his that I was, like, really, like, holy shit, like, Liam Neeson's in something like this? Well, the first Taken was good. It, and then, it was, but then after now that, he just does everything like that. Yeah, every movie after that was Yeah, and taken. he said he wasn't gonna do any more like that, but then that, here he comes with the Marksman. He, he hasn't done a movie where he wasn't some, like, badass ex- CIA or something. Who has to save somebody or save something. I will say I did like walk... Sorry, excuse me. A walk amongst the tombstones, though. Never saw it. That one's actually pretty good. Okay. Um, But even that was kind of like a retread of everything he's done over the last 10 years since Taken. Mm -hmm. Last thing I really liked... I mean, I loved Taken, but last thing that like felt original and like it wasn't just formulaic was Phantom Menace. And that was... 21, almost 22 years ago? Yep. 99. Let me look up his filmography just because... Because I know he had that movie, The Grey, that everyone was pissed about because the trailers lied blatantly. Because everyone was excited for that wolf fight and then it just fucking ends right off like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Let's see. Filmography. Schindler's List, but that was 93. Yeah. Didn't he win an Oscar for that one? Because he played... I'm pretty uh, sure he did. He played uh, Schindler, didn't he? Yes. Um, yeah, The Honest Thief. He was in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. He was a voice oh, of Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> Men in Black International. Oh. I mean, I guess at least that's a little bit out of his ra- like uh, normal, because he Widows. played the bad guy. Yeah, Widows was pretty Widows, critically Widows, Widows, uh, Widows, acclaimed. What is that one? Um, It had... Um, it was the movie about the widows, and all their husbands died, and they had to, like, take over their, like, crime shit. Uh, oh, so, like, it's a mob movie? Basically. I've never fucking heard one? of it. Huh. Yeah, but it was critically acclaimed. Hi. Crazy, I never even heard of that one. He was in the ballad of Buster Scruggs? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, because he's with, uh, Dudley from, uh, Harry Potter. He, he They're, like, a traveling, uh freak show essentially okay uh and they like do this weird little show and dudley has no arms or legs and at one point he like uh liam neeson's character makes enough money and he throws him off the fucking bridge into the water (laughs) 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 it's it's actually interesting i like that movie as weird as it was and he was in a monster calls as the voice of the monster i don't know if you remember that one no it's like this kid with this i think he like draws a monster or something and his mom's dying of cancer or some shit like that and like it's like this big ass tree monster who like huh. befriends him I don't know it's fucking weird that is weird but yeah um I don't know if there's a whole lot else we can really jump into in depth on that 
other than saying that almost unanimously a series would be the right way to go, especially yeah. on a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, no commercials, and I would say a good runtime would be 45 to 55 minutes per episode. I can deal with the occasional 30-minute episode like The Mandalorian throws out. Yeah. Uh, especially for the fillers. Because I will say my favorite episode of the season was a filler episode with uh, The Mandalorian, with uh, Bill Burr in episode 7. Yeah. Bill Burr's character blew my mind. I didn't think he had that kind of range. And he doesn't even like Star Wars. Really? Yeah, he's came out and said that. I, I forgot why exactly why he did it, but he I know he doesn't like Star Wars. I will have to look up that because yeah. he seems like a guy who would be like fucking crazy about yeah. Star Wars. Um It's kind of crazy how many celebrities they have gotten to do like roles in Star Wars without like showing their face. Yeah. Just because of like the goodwill that what it means to have your name attached to a Star Wars. Movie. Yeah. Um uh, what's his name from from uh, Shaun of the Dead? Uh, he got to play that one character in The Rise of Skywalker who was giving out rations. Uh, to, oh, in The Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did I said? The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, uh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. And like, you can't tell it's him at all, but those people have a blast because they're diehard fans. And then Daniel Craig was also in The Force Awakens. Yeah, he's the stormtrooper. Yeah, (laughs) she's Jedi mind tricking him. It's crazy how they can convince so many people to do that stuff. Kevin Smith supposedly is a stormtrooper in one scene too. Uh, He's a voice of a stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah. And then he's also in Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Uh, (laughs) He's he's on that planet uh, where they go to get C-3PO like mind wiped and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a small scene, but everyone pointed out they're like, he's with a robot that doesn't talk. It's Jay and Silent Bob in space. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're kind of uh, running out of time on our uh, device today, so we're going to have to cut it short. Do you have any uh, last minute remarks for the episode? Oh, uh, no. All right. Other than that, the only thing we really can say is like a little teaser for uh, next week is this will be hitting a new uh, format starting next week. So uh, please stay tuned and roll with us through this uh, new exciting journey we're going to be taking this year. And also, I will be starting to film uh, Super Thwacked today. was the first day of my diet and first day of uh, my routine I'll be hitting. So please stay tuned to that on YouTube. And make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, like and follow this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And make sure to leave a rate and subscribe. It really helps us reach other people. So... Until next time, my name is Anthony Stevens. Damien Labo. This is the Super Thwack Podcast. Peace. Peace.